0: From Toronto, Canada, The Conspiracy Show with Richard Serrett. Welcome to the Audio Imaginarium. Come on in, weary stranger, hang your cloak on a peg, grab a stool, and come gather around the fire. There are stories to be told, and you are among friends. We're going to delve into the national health epidemic you probably haven't heard about. And it involves processed foods. Joe Horn, co-author of Time Bomb, a genocide of deadly processed foods, is here for the full two hours, and he's standing by. Just a quick programming note, coming up next week on The Conspiracy Show, and for the full two hours, investigative journalist and lawyer Sarah Whalen will delve into the assassination of Princess Diana, of course, That anniversary coming up very quickly. As many as 80% of Americans are carrying a time bomb, medical crisis in their bodies right now. Unaware, they will soon develop prolonged illness. Millions of North Americans are already exhibiting symptoms such as fatigue, migraines, brain fog, starting to sound familiar, energy spikes, followed by crashes, digestive issues, hormonal imbalances, constant need for antibiotics or even premature aging or maybe it's even worse maybe you've been diagnosed with diabetes Crohn's disease lupus fibromyalgia chronic fatigue syndrome arthritis food allergies irritable bowel syndrome or any one of many other debilitating conditions is if this is the case you're going to want to pay attention to what my guest has to say as he reveals an avoidable An entirely avoidable health epidemic, more pervasive than anyone could have imagined. Joe Horn is a professional fitness and nutrition specialist. He's the COO of Skywatch TV and a best-selling author of the groundbreaking book, Dead Pets Don't Lie, which we'll also delve into uh, perhaps in uh, Hour 2. Joe Horn, welcome to The Conspiracy Show. How are you?
1: Hi, Richard. It's so good to be here. Thank you.
0: Good to have you. So this began, this book, began with your own personal health crisis. Tell
1: me about that. So that whole list of symptoms and issues and autoimmune diseases and potentially cancer, all of those things that you just mentioned are a a byproduct of what I discovered the very, very hard route. My journey through almost 20 years of various autoimmune disease, inflammatory conditions, digestive issues—you know, GERD, acid reflux, the inability to digest and break down food, chronic fatigue, adult acne—I'd get these boils on the back of my head. This goes on and on. It starts in my my uh, uh, early teens. This would follow me into my late 30s. And we can really unpack that story if you want, but the, but the punchline is, and then we can work backwards from there if you like, is that what I discovered was actually in my body creating the offshoot for all of this chronic illness is the same thing that 80% of Americans now, according to the world's leading holistic doctors and scientists, it's the same thing that they're carrying now. Many of them, Richard, totally unaware of this reality. They might be seeing the subtle symptoms that you outlined at the opening of the program. Maybe they are beginning to experience what they've they've been told is uh, premature aging or the constant need for antibiotics or fatigue. Those are some of the more generous, easy to deal with symptoms and side effects. What I discovered through my long journey, what was actually in my body and the reason we wrote the Time Bomb book is a warning to others. Uh, and And we can get to that what i what I discovered was a condition called leaky gut syndrome, and most Americans are not aware of how eighty percent of the immune system sits in their gut and why when that 's compromised, it allows for all of these other chronic illnesses and And again, Richard, like we discussed in our previous program uh, about a month ago. A lot of folks don't realize that this is also something that their traditional Western medicine practitioners are more than likely, uh, not super familiar with. So in other words, if you listen to this broadcast and you hear this Joe Horn gentleman speaking and then you go to your primary care physician and you say, what is leaky gut syndrome? There's a very strong possibility that they're going to tell you that, uh, th- that they're not familiar with it or, you know, stay away from Richard's radio broadcast. Uh, but I'm here to tell you with a lot of validation, a lot of credibility, and holistic, uh, healthcare professionals that contributed to the Time Bomb book, and here is, here is the evidence. It speaks for itself. The millions of Americans that are now listening to projects like Time Bomb and works that are, that are similar to this project, uh, with the work of natural doctors, holistic doctors, uh, and, and the simple discovery of what leaky gut syndrome is and how to reverse it, they're experiencing the remission now of diseases like lupus, Crohn's disease, uh, various autoimmune diseases, fibromyalgia, various pain syndromes, food allergies, irritable bowel syndrome. The list goes on and on and on. Right. So you tell me where you want to dive in, but that is, that is essentially the overview. Uh, my, my health collapsed 20 years of autoimmune disease what I discovered through natural medicine was actually the underlying root and the reason we wrote time bomb was to help set other people struggling free so
0: it's it's a time bomb but it sounds like it's a time bomb with a very long fuse
1: it can be for some some people will will vaguely recognize symptoms and then a massive bombshell goes off in their life others will maybe their path looks a lot more like mine where it starts subtle and by the time you know two decades uh have passed their life becomes uh almost indescribable or or insurmountable you, or they're dealing me, with depression or
0: yeah go ahead. right no you told me that you would ha- you would feel an attack coming on and the the pain was unimaginable like 11 out of 10.
1: There were times, yes. So over the 20 years, I started out, I was about 16, and I first started uh, experiencing some digestive issues. And I won't go into the details, but a couple of the, the episodes in the restroom were quite alarming. I would pass blood and then I would rush to my parents, what is going on? I'd go to my primary care physician. He would say, this isn't terribly unusual, not super common at 16, but it's probably hemorrhoids, something to that effect. No colonoscopy was prescribed and we just took the word of the doctor, we're all going to be fine. And it turns out, uh, that there would never be an official diagnosis for that. But my digestive issues would carry on, and I would learn later in life these were probably tiny polyps, you know, like blisters that were getting aggravated with food. I wasn't drinking enough water. Uh, in fact, ironically, when I went to see that doctor, <laughs> I went in and he said how much – to his credit, the one question that he did ask me, is like, how much water are you drinking? And I said, well, I'm not drinking – what do you mean, water? <laughs> and it really took me for it. I said, cause in my mind, I'm drinking, I'm 16. What your listeners may be interested to learn, I, I had, uh, I'd actually started homeschooling through a Christian, uh, Chi Alpha homeschool program and then running a uh, food delivery truck filled with processed foods at the time, at the time I'm 16 years old. So I was the only one like, uh, amongst my friends who were, you know, still in high school at the time. Who had his own car, he had his own job, had his own money, and was getting a lot of exposure to blue-collar America, working-class folks, this kind of thing. Right. But uh, he says, "How much water are you drinking?" And I drive a a processed food truck all day. I'm I'm eating, you know, microwave burritos and bags of chips and candy bars and just garbage, right? (laughs) And I'm drinking pop. I said, "Well, there's water in pop, right?" He says, "You need water, Joe. Just water. You you need just water too." Okay, okay, so I remember drinking a lot more water there for a while, and for a while that actually symptomatically did help relieve things, but eventually I started down the path of these terrible excitotoxin riddled, and we can get into that too, but a lot of the fibers out there that are on the market, the orange-flavored stuff that people take every day for relief when they're struggling to uh, stay regular is actually contributing to the reason they can't break down food, and it's also creating uh, other issues linked to Alzheimer's, uh, dementia, and a bunch of other stuff. And I know that sounds insane until you look at the artificial sweeteners that are in there and you understand excitotoxins, which we've not gotten to. So I start developing these um, digestive issues. By the time I'm in my late 20s, Richard, uh, and I'm just skipping over a decade because this goes on and on and on. I now live on various artificial fibers. I now add to the collection prostodynia, chronic prostatitis, and this is the pain I was referencing earlier, uh, inflammation of the prostate. Uh, they would find this through urethral scopes. At this time, I had now had my first colonoscopy to try to rule out, um, colon cancer because I was having some other issues with digestion and occasionally again passing, uh, blood. And so, and I'm in my twenties. It's not super likely, but they go ahead and take a look. And, uh, I, I this goes on and on and on. The, the alone at times, uh, for no re- in my mind, for no reason at all, Richard, um, i i can't I can't feel comfortable describing what type of pain specifically that creates other than to say that it is uh, the most sensitive parts that a man can possess right it It was just in my mind random, but the inflammation of in my prostate would be so heavy that in particular, uh, the, 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 the pain was inescapable. And I was always really resistant to, to going down the path of taking, you know, mood altering drugs and opioids. I was always really concerned about going down the path. I had friends that had done this for other chronic pain and I had seen some of the side effects develop. So you add to this, eventually I get diagnosed with another disease called diverticulosis. And for those listeners out there that aren't familiar with what is diverticulosis, these are weak spots in the large intestine. These are little protrusions. Uh, Think of like a balloon that's been inflated and deflated a thousand times. Eventually, that tissue gets very weak. And so these little protrusions are like grape-sized, give places for bacteria to linger and then become infected with what is known as diverticulitis. So the condition is diverticulosis. The infection that you get is diverticulitis and that is treated with antibiotics. The antibiotics, of course, tear down. Again, I don't know any of this at the time, but just as a side comment so your listeners understand, every time you do a round of antibiotics for something like diverticulosis, you kill both the healthy bacteria in your gut flora that you need for your immune system as well as the negative bacteria that they're trying to target with the antibiotics. So it becomes a vicious so
0: cycle because now you're not, it's a, you're not breaking the right. food down properly, and it's probably right. feeding into the into the, the whole issue here.
1: And I was told when I had my third colonoscopy now in my early 30s um, that when you've had three bouts, this is what they told me, they said when you've had three bouts of diverticulitis, for most people it means that the portion of your intestine that is creating the infection needs to be removed. And they encourage you to do this proactively because they tell you if you mess around with this, and I quote, these weak nodules, these weak protrusions can break at random because of the inflammation. This is the weak spot in your large intestine. Fecal matter will drain out into your body. You'll become septic and you may die before you can get into emergency surgery. So I walked around. That's that's one of the nuanced reasons for the title in the book, Time Bomb, even though that book is not a biography about me. There's a portion of it dedicated right out of the gate to to, to kind of setting the table so that people do know that I did experience many, many autoimmune disease, various uh, digestive issues, acid reflux, GERD, the list I went over earlier before. Um, But again, nobody ever mentioned to me diet. They never mentioned lifestyle, none of the none of the traditional medicine practitioners that I had. I had every kind of uh, urologist. I had every kind of urethral scope, three colonoscopies by the time I'm in my early 30s, CT scans. They would put iodine in my body to try to track to see whether my kidneys were performing the way they wanted to see them perform.
0: You were dying.
1: I I, it's it's absolutely right. I literally was dying. There were also things, Richard, that I did not know were happening to my body. So chronic fatigue. Well, this is just part of aging. I'm told this is hereditary. This is genetic. And I would ask questions: What is happening in my body? Why why the scans? Why nothing is ever revealed? What is this disease called? It can't just this can't just be diverticulosis, right? And people would say these are things that are hereditary, they're genetic, there is no cure, people ha- in fact, I was told to basically manage my expectations and, and one doctor even asked me, very sweet woman, she really meant well, but this was, this is where she was coming from. She said, Joe, can you learn to live like this? Because I think worrying about it is doing a lot of damage to your health as well. And she Hold on right Joe,
0: I got I gotta take a quick time out here, we'll uh, come back and uh, we'll find out how Joe sort of righted the ship, how he got his uh, health back. Time bomb, a Sir. genocide of deadly processed foods. Joe Horn, the co-author, right here on The Conspiracy Show. Stay with us. When in doubt, blame the government. You're listening to The Conspiracy Show with Richard Serrett. We are back with Joe Horn, the co-author of "Time Bomb," a genocide of deadly processed foods, a national health epidemic more pervasive than anyone imagined. We should mention the, uh, the co-author, uh, Ali Anderson, uh, and um, so y- you outlined the uh, the uh, the litany of of health woes and the dire condition that you were in. This went on un- basically undiagnosed uh, or properly uh, it was properly it was not properly diagnosed. So. How did you how did you get get yourself uh, back on the, on the uh, the right track again?
1: Well, I didn't without a tremendous price. 2017 in January, I ended up on an operating table in an operation where inevitably, in my mind, half of my colon was being removed because of the di- the, the disease diverticulosis. In a surgery where I could have died, it could have gone either way. Now I'm still here. But here was the catch. In order for me to agree to that surgery, I had to believe Richard, and I see this. This is another reason I wrote the, the Time Bomb book with with Allie Anderson, who's by the way a certified private investigator. Her role in the book was fact checking and making sure that every part of it was completely real. Uh, just quick side note. But anyway. So I did not reverse this thing because I was clever enough to find the answer. I had to almost die first and get desperate enough to stop thinking the same way I'd been thinking. Now, my wife had been telling me, all up leading to the surgery joe you 've got to consider natural medicine you 've got to look at holistic medicine. Hey, she says there 's a guy online i 've discovered a doctor. Josh Ax. he does webinars about gut. maybe you could get some help maybe you could maybe you could get some help, some tips about your gut maybe and i 'm not listening to her because i 'm telling her, look, honey. If you're healthy, this was my thinking, if you're healthy and you can keep that going, maybe the natural option is something that would work for you. But once you're this far gone, once you've got the chronic illness like I've had, you got to realize, Richard, 20, almost 20 years, 17 and a half years of this goes on. The autoimmunity and all cascading and becoming much and much, much more frequent, much worse. Uh, I just, my belief meter that, that, that drinking in my mind, drinking green tea was going to do anything for me just wasn't Palatable. I couldn't wrap my hands around it or, or hold it or see any real evidence of it. I was totally ignorant to what people do in, uh, 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 tra- uh you know, homeopathic, naturopathic style. I'm totally ignorant to the whole thing. My, my mind is, uh, and, and that, again, as part of the Time Bomb book, so many Americans believe this way that, that natural medicine is for those that have already got their, their bodies going, they're healthy, and they're just kind of maintenancing through diet and things like that. But that if something serious develops,
0: Right, you need a dramatic um, intervention. Cut,
1: cut. Cut, 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 cut. And and by the way, I should say there are times where, you know, and we don't need to get into all of this because it would take up half the program, but just, just so that your listeners know, there are times where I do save for Western medicine intervention. I think if a person's in a car accident and suddenly they need trauma services, the wonderful men and women that rush to those scenes to help these people survive are, are heroes and they do this every day. The surgeons that are there to put people back together, it's incredible. 100%. If, if yeah. you do have something that needs attention right now, uh, let's say your gallbladder has ruptured and now it's ble- you need that dealt with right now and no amount of herbal tea is going to change that once it's at that point. So there are there are times and places I, I, I don't want people to, to take away from this that I am uh, totally down on Western medicine. No, it's
0: absolutely a miracle, but it's not always the answer. Surgery, I mean, surgery is not right. always
1: the answer. But in my mind, because of the time bomb and because I've been told, you know, someday this thing is festering. If it blows, you'll die or maybe you'll die. It'll be a gambler's chance. This this lives in the back of my head. And I know that so many people listening to this program right now are are out there struggling maybe with something similar. They know exactly what it is to live with that constant little voice of kind of nerve-wracking anxiety reminding them of their condition. Maybe they'll worry that it'll advance. Maybe they feel like every day if they don't get it re-scanned or something that maybe potentially it's going to uh, become worse or something that is an autoimmune disease will suddenly turn itself into something more nefarious. I, I, I do know what it's like to live like that with, the, with that constant feeling of the axe above your head. But Here's the deal. In order for me to agree to have a surgery like having half of my colon removed, I've got to believe that my life is going to get a lot better after that. This is the answer. We are at the dance. They're going to cut this quote diseased portion of my gut out and on the other side of this whole thing, once I recoup, I'm going to be able to play with my kids again. I'm going to have the energy to thrive. I'll paint a picture in my late 30s. I take my kids to the park. I've got four beautiful children. I go from the car about 20 yards to a park bench where I then sit down on the bench because it took everything in my gas tank to stand up and hobble over to the bench where then I sit and I watch them play because I can't get up and do anything without having to brace my guts and hobble around with dizziness like I'm going to faint.
0: It's like you were 90 years old.
1: It's yeah, and and I, I had my thyroid looked at. The 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 blood panels wouldn't reveal anything but maybe a fatty liver tissue, uh, which was extremely fatty by the way, 180. It was what the enzyme would show on my fatty liver, and so a traditional Western doctor wants to see it anything less than 150. So they're telling me you're also uh, acquiring a fatty liver tissue, but again, no no diet was ever mentioned. These are just as I'm sitting here recalling this, just snapshots of almost 20 years of all kinds of tests and blood panels and all of this. So here's the catch. Let me let me get to this. I have the surgery. My symptoms get this get much much worse.
0: Oh dear lord. You this had is, half of your large intestine removed?
1: Yes, the recovery by the way was uh was much more difficult. I, it could be that I'm just a big baby, but I it was way more difficult than I I suspected it was going to be. You know, it was I remember um God bless him. I think he's a good guy. If he's listening to the program, I I, I hope and pray that he would never take any personal offense to this. But I remember sitting in the uh, surgeon's uh, office, and he's showing me pictures of models with colostomy bags and MMA fighters with colostomy bags, and he's telling me, you can do anything – you know, even if you ended up, by the way, I don't thank God, I don't live with a colostomy bag, but I, it was presented as, this is one possibility if oh, the surgery doesn't fair. take, or if they have to take out more than they think they're going to, you know, you could wake up with a bag like this. That, that's, a, that's the other thing. I mean, th- so you imagine, to agree to that surgery, I've got to believe sure. this is going to improve my life, right? And it didn't. Uh, and
0: that must have just been, I mean, no. You, that must have been devastating, absolutely It was devastating. devastating,
1: and it took about four months after the surgery to realize that this is not just healing, that there is something. In fact, I started to think maybe even though it wasn't likely, because uh, at the time I didn't know anything about how colon cancer manifested. I didn't know how it felt or what it did or I, nothing. I'm just thinking, my God, there's got to be something in there. Maybe they've missed it, and even though it didn't seem likely, I have I had them order another colonoscopy. And they 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 went in and didn't find anything. And so I'm back to we don't know why you have this inflammation. We don't know why you have this pain. So I'm on the phone with my friend Mark Taylor, who is really well known on the internet and television. In fact, they've got a movie coming out, I believe, this September called The Trump Prophecies. And we don't need to get into the politics of any of that tonight. But the point is, he's the subject of a film. He's known really well on the line, uh, uh, excuse me, on the internet as Mark Taylor, the Fireman Prophet.
0: Oh, I think we had Mark on, didn't we, Ian? Yes, we did. We had him on. We talked about that. That caused
1: a bit of a firestorm. I'll tell you that much. (laughs) Despite what you, you know, what folks out there believe about his worldview, I will tell you behind the scenes, you could not know a more generous and sincere person despite, you know, what issues you might take with his theology or whatever. I love Mark. He's a great friend. If I call him at one in the morning, he's got my back. He's my friend. But Mark is telling me, Joe, you're talking to the wrong people. Cause I'm, I'm laying this whole thing out. This is after my colon surgery. Man, I don't know what's going on. I'm falling apart. My inflammation's never been worse. I, no chance, no chance at any kind of regularity. I'm eating yogurt, yogurt, Richard. As an almost 40 year old man, all I could stomach was like yogurt and occasionally maybe a little box of wheat crackers. I'm not. I'm not right. Something's and pain and inflammation is much worse now. So I'm talking to Mark and I said, "Man, I don't know." They they have literally told me the only other option for me is like psych meds and maybe opioids, something for my head and something to make me forget about the pain. And I just I just resisted and kept on, kept on. And I uh, uh, talking to Mark, he says, "You're talking to the wrong people." Then he shares with me privately that he had had a very similar path. Now this is where this is where the listeners out there and I hope that this is where they begin to soak up the hope that is in the time bomb project. He says, Joe, and he starts to share his own path through a whole bunch of stuff I'm not at liberty to share. Lots and lots of similar symptoms, but also some other ones I didn't experience. And he starts to tell me how his life was doing the exact same thing for urologists in a row. They couldn't figure out why he was having intimate pains and all of these things. He says, Joe, I went to a naturopathic doctor and for the first time in my life I got relief and he really put me on course to a natural healing and I became a believer. My skepticism was tabled and, and, and I, I don't go back now to traditional medicine. I said, are you kidding me man? And so he reveals things like adrenal fatigue. If people know Mark's story, he was in, in bed for almost, uh, four years off and on. There were times where he would go a whole week without being able to eat food. His adrenals, he was at stage four adrenal fatigue, which again is not something that a lot of regular, uh, Americans out there are even familiar with. The phrase, what is adrenal fatigue? Well, there's, there's four phases of this. The fourth one means bedridden. You start living with hypertension. You start walking that very close line to having a stroke and not knowing about it at stage four.
0: All of these things that we've talked about, you know, the chronic fatigue and fibromyalgia and all of these hormonal imbalances, Crohn's Crohn's disease,
1: arthritis. I I don't
0: think we had these 50 years ago or 60 years ago.
1: They vaguely existed, but it was, but, but that there's a reason, Richard, why the front of my time bomb book, if people want to Google this, they'll see the cover right away. It says a war on human genetics, mm. a genocide of deadly processed food, a national health epidemic more pervasive than anyone imagined. Don't be its next victim. I don't use those big words to be sensational. I found out after my surgery. When I listened to the advice of my friend Mark Taylor and then eventually went back, by the way, you got to know my wife enjoyed that, I went back to her and I said, hey, guess what, Mark <laughs> tells me i got to look at natural <laughs> medicine and she just about come unglued. She's like, hello, I've been telling you this for two years.
0: That's so, right. You behold, wouldn't be a semi and had you listened to her.
1: You know, if I had listened to her, I don't know that I would have known where to start. And see, that's the other thing that I hope to do with broadcasts like this, Richard. I'm so thankful you give me the time to share this and, and with projects like Time Bomb because I share how I got started, and it got started kind of rough. I go to Google. I don't know where to begin. I'm just typing in words like holistic doctor. I find a woman. She's licensed on all of this, but my first experience wasn't very good. Uh, in fact, all she did was raise, uh, fear. I would, I would go in on my first visit. She would say, give me your history. Tell me everything. So I start at the beginning. By the end of this, she's just, she's just got her hands on her forehead. She's going, Oh my gosh, Joe you got to realize, Richard, I go in, I'm already anxious. I'm already sad that I've done all of these things. Great bedside I feel like manner.
0: Done. Great bedside manner.
1: <laughs> she says, I can't believe you let them do a CT scan to you. Don't you know that that iodine creates cancer? And I can't believe you let them do an MRI to you. Don't you know that the magnets create cancer? And I can't believe it is just on and on. Oh, they cut you out. Well, the titanium could have had XYZ on it, which creates cancer. And I can't believe all of this. I'm like, OK, so I leave and I go back to Mark. I had three visits with this woman. And he says, dude, she's terrible psychological first aid. And I said, explain. He says, well, as a retired uh, uh, firefighter, they train you. You don't show up at a scene with an accident, a stab victim or a, sh- a gunshot victim and say, wow, that looks really bad. I'm not sure you're going to make it. <laughs>
0: exactly.
1: You know, you, exactly. you can't tell them that it's going to be fine because you don't know, but you have to say things that are helpful like, hey, help is here. We're going to do everything we can. Are you comfortable? Hey, help is coming. You're trying to help, right? So anyway, along comes this holistic doctor, uh, excuse me. He's not a holistic doctor. He's actually a, a doctor of chiropractic medicine, but he's also an expert in herbalism. And he he has a a ton of degrees in things like uh, being able to fuel the body. I can't recite exactly every credential that he has because there are several. But the point is, uh, apart from acupuncture and a whole bunch of other stuff, he's he's an expert in fueling your body's ability to heal itself naturally.
0: We're going to delve further into that in just a moment, Joe. We'll take a timeout. Time bomb, a genocide of deadly processed foods. Joe Horn lived it, and he came out the other side and he'll explain more when The Conspiracy Show returns. My name is Richard Sarrett. Don't go away. The truth is not out there. It's right here. The Conspiracy Show with Richard Serrett. We are back with Joe Horn, talking about this national health epidemic more pervasive than anyone imagined. Now, the USDA and FDA have failed to clearly label deadly ingredients in most of America's processed foods. We'll learn how to easily read and interpret food product labels so you can avoid toxic ingredients. Uh, he'll provide some powerful insights from health professionals for maintaining superior physiology. We'll talk about the frightening truth behind GMOs never meant to be consumed by humans. And again, the book is Time Bomb, A Genocide of Deadly Processed Foods. So, Joe, you finally you got matched up with the right holistic doctor. And he put you on the right path. So what did he tell you and and what kind of a a diet were you you put on?
1: Well, first of all, let me just explain. Josh Vance, Dr. Joshua Vance in Republic, Missouri. He was the first appointment that I'd had that ever seemed like someone actually familiar. He was not phased. That was the other thing that mystified me. I went in and not phased at all by my symptoms. What I was experiencing. In fact, half the time, Richard, I'm, I'm explaining a symptom. He would finish the sentence for me. He was, he was so through and through familiar with my path. And apparently this is something they see all the time, all the time. And he says, Joe, I want to run some panels on you. Uh, and and he described a K panel. This is way beyond a standard blood test that you'd get at a, you know, like a primary care physician's type office. Um, it wasn't terribly inexpensive either, but it, it, it tested for about 39 different things. It, it, it looked at my thyroid. It looked at my, uh, adrenals. It, I took home a spittle test. He wanted to know where was my cortisone at 9 a.m. versus 6 p.m. because he wanted to make sure I was getting a proper REM sleep for healing purposes because it was evident to him that part of my adrenal burnout was the fact that I was sleeping, but not deeply. He, he was able to tell, like nobody had ever talked to me about any of this stuff before. And, and he says, uh, I come back, and, and, and we're now I've done the blood test. We're reviewing the results. And he says, yep, this this confirms my inkling, Joe. You have what's called leaky gut syndrome. And he explained this. And let me explain very quickly to your listeners what it is and why it happens and why it's behind so much autoimmune disease, because this is now going to speak to the 80% of American because of the food that we eat in this country. Whether you feel it yet or not, in the gut or elsewhere, migraines, fatigue again that this does not have to feel like it starts in the gut hormonal imbalances mood swings depression anxiety worry rage anger i'm going to tie all this together leaky gut syndrome this is just a very quick uh, a snapshot of this, and then if people want to learn the long version, I suggest that they either go online or get a copy of Time Bomb because there, there are some uh, long, longer scientific components to this. But just uh, for the purposes of this radio broadcast, because of the foods we eat in this country, Richard, because they're covered in things like pesticides, herbicides, uh, big farming, they've over-farmed the land, foods are nutritionally void so you're not getting enough nutrition. There's a there's a whole number of facts. It's it's the intestines trying to expand the tissue to create more absorbable space in search for nutrients that it never receives. Talking about the oddball vitamins that you need, like K and E and B. Yeah,
0: they're not in the soil. Uh, they're no longer in the soil.
1: We, I mean, we are a, we're a,
0: a, a North America, a continent uh, with an epidemic of obesity, but we're starving
1: to death. That's right. Our food. So when your body, even if you ha, even if you're overweight, your body can still be completely in a starvation mode, even if you're binge eating garbage, because it's searching for nutrients that it's not getting. This is where a lot of cravings come from. Your body's constantly telling your brain it's time to input more because it's constantly on the search. One of the one of the most anomalistic things people will ever experience if they ever challenge themselves to get off of the kinds of foods that they're addicted to and just eat clean foods. First of all, they'll start to taste how wonderful they are. Like right now if you just sit down cold turkey after your lifestyle of pizza and pop and stuff like this, pretzels and candy, and you try to eat uh, a super clean, you know, salmon with nothing on it, rice with nothing on it, uh vegetables with nothing on it, you're you're like my palate is dead, I can't taste any of this stuff, and you want to start dousing soy and salt and pe- yeah because you're trying to taste something. Well, anyway, you'll start to appreciate the flavors that are actually in foods especially if you're eating clean versions that have nutrition in the first place. But anyway, getting back to leaky gut syndrome, because your body uh, is in search for nutrients that it can't receive, that's one reason that, that the intestines will inflame. But they'll also inflame because they're often attacking themselves and here's how because of the pesticides the herbicides the artificial dyes the food coloring the 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 uh the preservatives ingredients like TBHQ tertiary butyl hydroquinone that's just one example of a car, uh, of a of a cancer causing preservative that's linked to kidney disorders uh liver disorders about seven different brands of cancer and it's in almost every kind of noodle pack ramen uh soup can, almost anything in a can that's using a, a, a fat to try to preserve the contents or these little meals that you can leave out in, in room temperature that sit without being peeled open for six months. How, how, do you, how does that happen?
0: Exactly. This right? is a, a short segment, so uh, we got to duck away quickly. Joe, we'll come back ahead, ahead. and uh, dive further. Time bomb, a genocide of deadly processed foods. Joe Horn, co-author, right here on The Conspiracy Show. Stay with us. <laughs> Keeping an eye on the new world order. This is The Conspiracy Show with Richard Sapp. We're back with Joe Horn, and he is with us for the full show, uh, both hours. And uh, so uh, give us the name of uh, these preservatives and uh, these, um, what do you call them, excitotoxins that give this food, this, you know, it's supposed to uh, give it some flavor. Yes.
1: Yes. Before we went to the break, I was talking about tertiary butyl hydroquinone as one example of just one preservatives of the dozens and dozens and dozens. By the way, that the FDA regards as safe, and they are known to cause cancer and create all kinds of autoimmune disease, liver dysfunction, kidney dysfunction, uh, cyst development, tumor development. They, they know all of this stuff, but. I rest my case. We, 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 it's, we're in an age of personal responsibility where we cannot rely on the government, big brother institutions. There are no benevolent seekers out there that are watching out for you. This has got to be done on your own, which is, by the way, why Time Bomb is detailed in its orientation towards label reading and how to see beyond the smoke screen. Um, excitotoxins, let's get to those in just a second, if you don't mind, Richard. Yeah. Let me finish leaky gut syndrome. I'll do this very quickly. Because of all the garbage that's in our food, our bodies were never Meant to break these things down: the pesticides, the herbicides, the the uh, preservatives, et cetera, et cetera. The artificial dyes never meant things like glyphosate on wheat and all of our crops. This is a this is a weed killer that large corporations are putting on all of our crops. Our bodies were never meant to be in contact with this stuff, let alone ingesting it every day of every week, and that's most Americans. That's why now the world's leading holistic doctors and scientists believe that 80% of Americans uh, have compromised their gut, and, and, and many of them don't know this yet, that that's why they're carrying their medical crisis time bomb around. They just haven't discovered it yet. When your body cannot digest food particles, and because it's trying to absorb nutrients that it can't receive, the lining of the intestines expands. Think of a chain-link fence now with lots and lots and lots of little pass-throughs. Think of a fence, right? Right. With all those little openings. Undigested food particles slip through the actual tish- tissue in the intestines, and it and it slides. So undigested food slides through the intestines into the bloodstream, where the body then tries to pick them up and filter them out using your filters like kidneys and the liver. These are foreign They are, they are, they are not food particles. These are things that your body was never meant to try to, try to absorb or digest. And so because of the inflammation, undigested food particles and chemicals slide through the lining of the gut. Into the bloodstream, where then the immune system tries to start cleaning them up and filtering them out. This is the first step in your immune system becoming constantly hyperactive and then eventually overreactive in 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 uh, in the way that it begins to attack itself. This manifests in things like arthritis, uh, 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 people that suffer Crohn's. Um, in fact, I've got a friend right now who's reversing his Crohn's because of the step in t- uh, steps in time bomb.
0: Now, here, uh, let me ask you this. This yes, is a controversial one, but you know, when when I first started hearing about leaky gut syndrome was from Dr. Andrew Wakefield and uh, the uh, Lancet journal article that you know was the shot heard around the world about the connection possible connection that's all he said he didn't say this causes this he said we need to look into right. the connection between uh, MMRs that cluster of vaccines that you can't get individually uh right. you got to get the MMR and the, the possible connection between that leaky gut syndrome and autism
1: there there are there are So many cabinets and so many bodies of people now trying to keep up with what leaky gut uh, syndrome is, how it starts, where the realities from the fiction lies, and what to do about it. But what I've discovered, Richard, the people that are really on the forefront of the understanding of how to deal with this quickly and efficiently through elimination diet and lifestyle are the holistic naturopathic homeopathic style doctors, and it's in part because they've not ever joined with the rest of us in our big processed gorging society. These people are using uh, uh, techniques that have been around since, you know, a thousand years in some cases before we walked the earth, Richard. These are simple truths. Of course, they've become way more advanced. So rather than like uh, having to learn to build your own home garden and grow your own herbs, there are now companies like Standard Process that do it for you. So you can buy medical grade herbs that fuel healing very quickly in the body naturally without compromising your gut flora. So 80% of the immune system sits in the gut. So when yours is destroyed and maybe you don't even feel it there, maybe for you it's migraines. I had a friend. I got a friend. Uh, I, will, I will leave him anonymous. Um, but Toby, you know who you are if you're listening to this broadcast. He was a chronic migraine sufferer. He had MRIs done. He was on various pain medicines uh, uh, trying to manage the symptoms. Um, through a holistic doctor connection, before I met him, he 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 had, he had uh, revealed this to me later when he when he saw the book Time Mom. He said, "Joe, I've got a testimony. I've got to share this with you." Uh, he put his chronic migraines into remission through gut care because the undigested food particles uh, weren't there present to stress his immune system out, and his body was able to filter out what it was storing up next to his head that was creating the migraines. It was also able to correct his hormones through gut care. So th- these these people that – like I'm telling you the truth. When I went to see Do- uh, Dr. Joshua Vance, it was such a hopeful visit. I, I went in feeling like I was the – white unicorn that the, the the white buffalo the the rarest of all of men the, the the anomalistic person with uh the incipherable slew of things that they'd never discover, and he just grinned and loved on me and was so positive and and told me, Joe, you don't have to live like this so here's the deal, whether your listeners are out there tonight and they're thinking, man, I just have never heard of this leaky gut thing, my mom's a doctor, she's never heard of it but the the point is. This is what I tell folks. Whether you decide for yourself later that leaky gut is or not, or is not a thing, whatever it is that has to do with digestive issues and autoimmune disease, when you love your gut and you take the steps to reverse what it is, that Western medicine, by the way, can't provide a better explanation for, and you start to see for yourself that, that things that you've been told or conditioned to believe are genetic, or hereditary, or irreversible, are, in fact, reversible. Things like fibromyalgia, lupus, things that people suffer from constantly that experience at least an avalanche of improvement to the quality of their life, if not full remission right away, within the first year. I think the results speak for itself. So whatever it is, put whatever label you want on it. The point is, when you love your gut, when you heal your gut, and when you eat clean foods and you get off the processed stuff, it is... in unreal what the what the body can uh, begin to reverse and heal itself from and yep. that is the prevailing hope behind things like time bomb but Richard part of it is also understanding you had mentioned excitotoxins there's a lot of stuff that people do to themselves every day to continue injuring themselves even when they think that they're doing the right thing by eating the right foods and I'll give you an example if you go to a restaurant and you think hey I'm going to do the healthy thing I'm going to eat a chicken Caesar salad right by the time you eat leafy greens that are covered in pesticides and herbicides and a chicken that's pumped full of growth hormones like Prozac, which is an arsenic that also, by the way, survives the cooking process and ends up in your body, and now your hormonal systems are trying to cope with it. This is one of the reasons we see so many young girls now developing breasts way earlier than our parents' generation did because right. their hormones are already being tinkered uh, next to right out of the womb. Um, what's happening is... Uh, you're, you're getting all of these exposures to pesticides, growth hormones, et etc, et cetera, et cetera. Uh, a, a chicken how do you get a chicken to full maturity in thirty days rather than the normal natural three to four month cycle? How do you think that's done? You have hormones, to artificially exactly. pump it full of growth hormones right. that survive the cooking process.
0: So there's hormones, there's pesticides, them. there's preservatives, there's excitotoxins. Yes. What's left to eat, a lot of people are saying. and how do Can so, I ever go out and eat at a restaurant again?
1: So, yeah, the artificial sweeteners, and this is way, way, way beyond just the diet sodas, although that is one of the most consumed and guilty sources of an excitotoxin. But, Richard, let me explain what they are. They're non-essential amino acids that stimulate the taste receptors or your taste buds, quote-unquote, into believing that it's having a more rewarding experience than it is. This is how a lot of companies create that signature taste that you become kind of bingeable towards, the kind that, you know, you sit down to watch The Walking Dead and you get that hankering for that <laughs> potato chip that you love or that mm-hmm. specific beverage that you love. Um and it's in almost everything. It's in almost every salad dressing, it's in almost every food spice. You can't even buy you can't even buy like hand rub seasonal spices. For your steak barbecue at home without them, uh, often the company's trying to sneak in, uh, ingredients like, quote, spice, which is MSG, which is an excitotoxin, uh, excitotoxin. But here's the, here's the danger behind these artificial sweeteners. The pink stuff that you put in your tea at the restaurant. The stuff they're slipping into your food, the, the food, the stuff that they're slipping into your meats. They're putting the stuff in meat patties now. It's in it's in crackers. It's in almost everything now as a way to enhance the flavor because we've come so taste-bud-numb in this generation. We need something we can taste. We're all looking for something we can taste at this point. But the excitotoxins, what they do, Richard, is they cross over the blood-brain barrier. And they stimulate the pleasure centers of the brain into believing that you're having a more rewarding experience to, than you are. That satisfied feeling that you, that you get temporarily when you've eaten this stuff that makes you feel like you've, you know, that really hit the spot. That was really satisfying. The blood brain barrier was put there for a reason. I'll give you an example. If you took a bunch of narcotics and passed out, your body, even if you're totally unconscious, would still keep the the uh, we would call them automatic processes functioning. So your heart keeps beating, your lungs keep rising, you're breathing. The 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 heart and the body work together with the lungs to distribute oxygen to the extremities. This is all done so that you don't die. Well, that that is your brain sitting on the other side of the blood brain barrier. That keeps it coherent enough to function you out of something that your frontal lobe is, 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 is totally divided. You're spinning the rooms all over the place. Maybe you're out of your head. But the blood brain barrier keeps the part of your brain that keeps you alive functioning. Does that make sense? It does. Absolutely. It's the adult in the room. That's right, that's right. So when you have these excitotoxins, and you know, you're talking about children's fruit snacks, pops, you're talking about like all the stuff with, you know the, the, that I mentioned before, food dyes and all this stuff. When the excitotoxins cross over the blood-brain barrier and stimulate, this is the part the listeners really need to grab a hold of. Stimulate the pleasure centers of the brain telling you that you're having a more rewarding experience than you are they literally fire 6 to 8 hours after the time you've consumed them and they stimulate the electrical centers of the brain that are that are sending out those signals they stimulate them unto death which is why they give them the name uh excitotoxins and i have a quote if you, you know, i don't know when you're going to break i have a quote we from got dr. about edward we got about brown. a minute and
0: a half two minutes here yeah
1: let me leave you with this the last 2 minutes dr edward brown who is a medical professor at the Parker University in Dallas, Texas, he said this about MSG. This is just one example of one excitotoxin. He said, when we eat foods laced with MSG or diet drinks sweetened with NutraSweet, the body is flooded with these excitatory neurotransmitter substances to a level 5 to 20 times greater than normally present within the blood. This neurotransmitter excess can cause repetitive firing of neurons, and when this continues without rest, neurons can eventually fatigue and die. There's a growing evidence. There's growing evidence that these artificial food additives accelerate neurodegeneration in the individuals with a genetic predisposition to a condition such as Parkinson's disease, Alzheimer's, and dementia. So now you ask yourself, what is up with this cascade of new diagnosis to folks that are suffering from things like dementia, Alzheimer's, Lou's Gehrig's disease, um situational awareness issues with age and i pass it back for 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 the break if you're if you're there
0: right i mean it's <laughs> it's a pretty grim picture uh in terms of you know what's out there and and what we're shoving in our mouth and what ends up in our gut it's grim um we'll uh, we'll take a time out on the other side let's uh, spend a little bit of time talking about how to get out from under this and how to eat clean yes. because that sounds on the surface it sounds really difficult but i'm sure it's much easier uh, than we think i'm hoping <laughs> you're going to give us some good news i will uh, joe horn is the co-author of time bomb a genocide of deadly processed foods a national health epidemic more pervasive than anyone imagined let's come back on the other side and uh let's get into this and time permitting we'll also talk about what we're feeding our pets too it's uh, sort of time bomb part two to remember our little uh, furry friends, too. The Conspiracy Show with Richard Serrett. Stay with us.